welcome back to the 49 away podcast a lot to get to on this episode as we will recap the 49ers disastrous loss to the colts on sunday night 30 to 18 as the niners have now dropped four straight games and a lot to digest on this one and it's come to the point where are the niners able to save their season we will discuss that and much more and we will also preview the niners bears matchup on sunday afternoon so keep a lock stay tuned got a lot to get to and don't forget to give the 49er way a follow on instagram and twitter for more niners news and analysis Welcome back, faithful, to the 49er Way podcast. The Niners and Colts went at it on Sunday Night Football, and to say the least, things did not go very well. The Niners lost 30-18, to and it was an absolute monsoon, or bomb cyclone, or hurricane, whatever the hell you want to call it. It was a disaster, weather-wise and football-wise, on Sunday night at Levi Stadium, as the 49ers have now dropped four straight games it is just been I I don't even know what to say but we're gonna get to it and we're gonna go through this game Jay Sohota back at it here on the 49er Way podcast Zach Chevy is not with us this week but will be back next week as we will recap the Bears game next week so this won't be lengthy but let's get to it Niners Colts Sunday night the Niners came into this game two and three we all knew this was a must win I mean for heaven's sakes the Cardinals game week five was a must win and so was week four against the Seahawks it's been a must win for the last three weeks and the Niners have come out and it just has not gone their way the Seahawks game I get it was a decent first half Garoppolo got injured Lance had to come in the chemistry was kind of out of it all right a little bit of excuses there Week 5 against undefeated Arizona, you're on the road, Lance's debut, we stuck in it, the defense was superb in that game, but yet the Niners lost that game, again, okay, we can live with that, now we got a bye week, we're coming home, the Colts haven't been that great to start the year, they're a really, really good team, but they haven't really got things going yet, sitting at 2-4 and four heading into this game, so you're thinking, alright, we got our quarterback coming back, Jimmy Garoppolo's coming back, off the bye. Okay, Trent Williams missing this game. That's going to be tough, but Jalen Moore, I thought, did a decent job on Sunday night. We can live with that. The rest of our, we got K1 Williams coming back, and, and the defense is all that. We're like, okay, this should be good for us, right? We're coming in. This is a game. The Niners can get the rack together and save our season and get back to 500 and get to 3-3. Three and three. This game was, I wouldn't even say this game. This second half was... A half from hell for the San Francisco 49ers. This was bad. We, l- Like I just said, our losses so far, week three against Green Bay, got off to a slow start, stayed in it, had a chance. Really, the only explanation for that loss is Aaron Rodgers. Say less. Week four against Seattle, I just explained what happened there. The injuries at halftime, Russell Wilson did what Russell Wilson does to us. Week 5 against Arizona, poor play calling, it was Trey Lance's debut, the Cardinals have been the best team in all of football this year so far, they're undefeated. Alright, we get it, there's a little bit of excuses, but at the end of the day, if the Niners want to be able to compete, you got to be able to beat some of those teams, especially Arizona and Green Bay, we're going to get Arizona in two weeks anyways, again, at home, but it doesn't seem like at home matters, because the Niners haven't won a game at Levi Stadium since October of 2020. 
this was just very tough to watch. And I know Kyle Shanahan is getting a ton of criticism this week, as he should. Kyle Shanahan does not look like himself. And that would explain the poor product on the field. Garoppolo had a very bad game. The passing game is one-dimensional. It's Debo Samuel. If you want to describe the 49ers offense in two words, Debo Samuel. He is our entire offense. And the funny part is, it's not like the Seahawks and the Cardinals game, even the Packers game too. You're like, we didn't have a run game. Because Elijah Mitchell was hurt. Jermichael Hasty was hurt. Trey Sermon was hurt. Everybody was dinged up in the back row. We know Mostert's gone for the year. Elijah Mitchell ran for 107 yards this game. He ran the football very well. So you would think, in a game like this, the 49ers would be able to run the football really well. It's disgusting weather-wise. It was pouring rain, raining cats and dogs, literally from kickoff all the way until the end. You would think this would be a game right up the Niners' alley. I don't think there's anywhere else to sum up this game other than two things here. And and this is something I have literally been reiterating since I started the 49er way page back in 2015. Penalties and turnovers will kill you every single time in the game of football. If you put yourselves in bad positions, you are not going to win a lot of football games. The 49ers turn the ball over not once, not twice. Not three times, but four times they turned the ball over. That can't happen. The Niners got two turnovers on defense, but they could have had at least three picks. Josh Norman dropped a pick. Chikoski Tart dropped a pick. Emmanuel Mosley dropped a pick. You get the point. Our defense played well for the most part. Our defense played well. The only problem with this defense was the fact that our secondary can't play proper coverage without having a pass interference called on them. That was ridiculous. The Niners had seven penalties in this game, accounted for 122 yards. I get it. You want to do a holding call? All right, 10, 15 yards, you know, offside, 10, 15 yards, whatever. Pass interference, you're moving all the way to the spot of the football. The Indianapolis Colts, 30 points they scored in this game. I would probably say 21 or 24 of those 30 points, they scored off of the 49ers pass interference calls. The 49ers defense was honestly playing pretty well for a half there. The pass interference calls kicked us in the ass. There's no way to sugarcoat it. That's my thing with the defense. Nick Bosa was phenomenal in that first half. Second half, I don't know what the hell happened to him. Aziz Alshire was phenomenal all game long. Same thing with Fred Warner. But the secondary, if they can just shore up the pass interference calls, they actually had a good game. But the pass interference calls, has it's not like this has just been happening this game. This has been a problem all season long. And I know there's been a lot of criticism about why is Diamador Lenore not active. I get it. We talked about it last week and even the week before that. Lenore is younger. Josh Norman is a veteran. Other than the pass interference call, Josh Norman has actually been fairly decent. I'm not going to lie. He's been all right. Our defense has been all right. D'Amico Ryans has been all right. But our defense just is not what it used to be. And a lot of that has to go from our pass rush isn't exactly the same. Even with Nick Bosa back, it's not quite the same. 
And then our secondary is an absolute disaster because we're penalizing ourselves every other play. That's my deal with the defense. We got to shore it up. I don't know what the hell's going on. Something's going on with the coaching, but like, we can't have that anymore because it's not going to win you football games. That's my rant for the defense. Offense. This this was a really, really poor performance offensively for the Niners. And it's not like this has just been this game. This has been the 49ers offense for like four straight games now. Week one, or five straight games rather. Week one against Detroit. Spread the ball a little bit out there. Debo was still the leading receiver. We got Kittle involved. Sherfield had a catch for a touchdown. You know, that defense was balling. It was a little better. Eli Mitchell's getting touchdowns. Jermichael Hasty's getting touchdowns. And so everybody's getting some love, right? Garoppolo's having a day. They dropped 41 points. I don't know what the hell happened. It's like ever since the Niners had that catastrophe of a fourth quarter, barely survived against the Lions, it just hasn't... Like, I don't know where the real Niners were. I saw the real 49ers for three quarters in Detroit. And once that fourth quarter hit, the Niners haven't been the same ever since. Week two was sluggish. They barely got out of a Philadelphia team that hasn't been very good this year. They almost had Green Bay, but they left 37 seconds left on the clock. But also the fact that our offense couldn't get jump started until the last play of the first half did we score a touchdown, and that was because of Trey Lance. Seattle, we started slow. Arizona, we started slow. And then you get to Indianapolis, they start fast, and then there's just a massive lull in the middle where the Niners go three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out. And again, like I said at the top of the episode, I don't know who else to blame than the guru or the offensive genius that we call our head coach, Kyle Shanahan. I personally, and I've been noted for this on the podcast, on the, on IG, I have been a fan of Kyle Shanahan since he's been here. I've loved this rebuild that we've done. But this season, this season in particular, and it's it's been going on. No, I've seen everybody say it. All the Niner pages out there, I see you. I've read it all. I've you know what I'm saying. I I, I see all everybody's takes, and we all have the same thing in common. Year one of the Shanahan Lynch era. Clearly, it's a rebuild, right? Start 0-9, we get Jimmy G, good vibes near the end there. That's okay. Year two, we got to get to the playoffs because we were rocking and rolling those last five games in 2017. So we're like, all right, we got Jimmy Garoppolo. Let's ready to roll. Jimmy Garoppolo last three games, and that's it. Our 2018 season is gone. All right, Kyle Shanahan, get the benefit of the doubt. Your quarterback's gone for the year. 2019, you get your quarterback for the whole year, dealt a few injuries here and there. The defense is loaded. The Niners go all the way to the Super Bowl. Honestly, that season just feels, honestly, like a. It felt like a dream when it happened. But now, just watching the product that I'm seeing right now out of this this 49ers team right now, I'm like, how the hell did 2019 even happen? That was a miracle. Like I I thought of it as a dream, and it was a dream because it's like last year I thought we had a chance of making the playoffs with six and ten. This year, I was like, we have a team to compete for a Super Bowl in the NFC. We're 2-4 and four and we're well on our way to yet another 6-10 and 10 season under Shanahan. I don't get it. Last year, make this year, the injuries and COVID and blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry, but there's no excuses going on right now in 2021. 
I get we've been dealt injuries, but no way have they been as catastrophic as last year. Kittle's missed a few games. All right, whatever. Garoppolo missed one game. Okay, whatever. Our run game shouldn't be as big of a deal because it doesn't really matter who we put back there. They should be able to run a lot. And here's my thing with the run game. And I've also brought this up for the last few weeks as well. What the hell is going on in our backfield? Because I don't understand. We're supposed to be running back by committee. That's not how I say. In this game against Indianapolis, Elijah Mitchell ran the ball 18 times for 107 yards. You know what the what the rushing stats were below that? Brandon Ayuk, one carry for three yards. Jermichael Hasty three carries for one yard. And Jimmy Garoppolo, two carries for zero yards. I don't get it. Where the hell was Trey Sermon? Where was Trey Sermon? Did we just draft him in the third round for what? I don't understand that. Jermichael Hasty also. Jermichael Hasty is a good running back. I don't know why we're not using him more in the run game. It makes no sense. That's my thing in the run game. And it's been the same thing. Week five, it was the same thing. Elijah Mitchell, Elijah Mitchell, hardly any Trey Sermon. It seems like the only time we went to Trey Sermon was when we literally needed him. Other than that, we're not rotating our backfield, and I don't really know why. I don't feel like this would be the case if Raheem Mostert was in there. I feel like we would rotate it a little bit more at least. It would be a lot of Raheem, but it would be a little more of others. I don't know what's going on there. Here's now the ultimate thing, which I think everyone's talking about on our offense. Debo Samuel is the 49ers offense, like I said five minutes ago. He is literally the 49ers offense. The 49ers don't get anybody else involved. They get Elijah Mitchell going on in the run game, but okay, George Kittle's injured, and now it's like, now what? Again, I've been on record with saying this, and I'm probably going to be on record for the rest of the season by saying this until the breakout game happens. The whole mystery case of Brandon Ayuk is one of the weirdest, strangest things I have ever seen. It makes absolutely no sense. When the 49ers throw him the ball, it's not like he's dropping passes. It's not like Dante Pettis where he's clearly dropping passes and whatever. I don't know what it is that Kyle Shannon and John Lynch are like publicly, mind you. They're saying this publicly. They're saying, we want more out of Brandon Ayuk. We want to push him more. He's not giving us what we're looking for. Well, what the hell are you looking for? You drafted, you traded up to draft him in the first round. Last year, he was fantastic when Debo was out. Now you got Debo, who's having a Pro Bowl caliber year. Brandon Ayuk, you got to get him the ball. That's my thing. Ayuk's out there. He's healthy. He's active. It's not like he's inactive or he's not healthy or whatever. He's out there. Why aren't we getting him the ball? And I think the entire fan base is wondering that exact same thing. I am sure as hell not the only one. Every single 49er fan that makes up this whole fan base of the faithful has got to be wondering that exact same thing that wants a real explanation as to why Brandon Ayuk is not getting the ball. Having said that, Debo Samuels apparently showed up on the injury report because of course he did. Get to that in a minute. Game breakdown, sticking with the offense. The Niners were 1 for 11 on third downs. Atrocious. They threw the ball for 169 yards. Get it. Rushed the ball 111 again. Elijah Mitchell was great. Seven penalties, like I talked about earlier, unacceptable for 122 yards, just absolutely atrocious. And then turned the ball over four times, not not good at all. Garoppolo's last interception was brutal, absolutely brutal. 
And Jimmy G was 16 for 27, 181 yards, one touchdown, two picks. I don't know what's going on with Jimmy Garoppolo. I I don't. I, I don't really know. I get it. It's bad weather, but you knew it was bad weather. And here's my thing. If somebody tells me that the weather was an excuse for the 49ers losing this game, I would just straight up and be like, nah, that's BS. Because if that was the case, Carson Wentz didn't seem to have an issue. Carson Wentz was slinging that rock. Michael Pittman was making grabs all over the place. They didn't have a problem. They dropped 30 on us in a monsoon, in a bomb cyclone. Indianapolis dropped 30 points on us. Didn't seem like they had a problem chucking the rock. Garoppolo didn't look good. And that's a problem. And now there is most definitely going to be a quarterback controversy because Trey Lance has not looked horrible. He hasn't looked great. He clearly, and again, I've been on record with saying this as well, Trey Lance needs at least a year minimum to sit behind. And I truly think that he needs that for his development. He is still very, very young. Having said that, if Trey Lance is healthy, I want to see him in the Chicago game. Not starting, but I want to see Trey Lance mixed into this offense if he's healthy enough. And again, the reason why Trey Lance is on the injury report, I blame Kyle Shanahan for rushing him 16 times. You don't rush quarterback 16 times. The Ravens don't run Lamar Jackson 16 times in a game. Lamar Jackson has carries by himself because he makes plays out of nothing. But I don't know. I don't know what the hell is going on there, but Trey Lance has only had a few a few games like that, so we haven't seen a lot more out of him. But still, like it's just not it's not what you want. It's not ideal. And for Jimmy Garoppolo, it looks like he's gonna start this game in Chicago. He has got to have a big game and he's got to get other guys involved. It's just not this is not what we want for Garoppolo to come out there, turn the ball over like he does. Garoppolo has never lost I knew it was the inevitable he has never lost two straight games. He has now lost two straight games. I don't know what the hell's going on there, but Jimmy's got to be better. He doesn't look good. His time is up. He knows Trey Lance is in there, and he just did not look good. And it's it was not it was not pretty. And I don't like the effort that he was given there. And then, like I said about the receivers, Debo Samuel seven catches, hundred yards, and a touchdown, and basically no one else had over a catch. Charlie Warner had two catches for 30 yards. Jermichael Hasty had three for 15. And then Trent Sherfield, Brandon Ayuk, Ross Dwelly, and Muhammad Sanu all only had one catch each. We're not distributing the ball really well on offense. It's one-dimensional. I don't like it. This is not what Kyle Shanahan does. So I don't know what the hell is going on there. Defense-wise, I already talked about that earlier. I, I'm still very... I think, honestly... If I had to choose a most improved player seven weeks into the season right now, my award's probably going to Aziz Alshire. He has been a beast thus far while Dre Greenlaw has been out. He has been everywhere. He has definitely taken this experience to another level, playing aside Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw over the past year or so. He is having a breakout year for sure. On to the injury report. So back to this game. This game was just brutal. Giving up 30 points in this weather. The penalties were bad. The turnovers were bad. Garoppolo was bad. Shanahan's play calling was really bad. And oh, one more thing before I go on to the injury report. This is what bugs me the most about Kyle Shanahan. 
what in God's name was that challenge about? And I'm speaking on behalf of thousands of 49er fans that are probably thinking the exact same thing. What that, like, I'm not going to lie. I kind of thought that flag was thrown by accident. I thought Shanahan just threw it by accident. It was like, oh, shoot, that just came out by accident. I didn't actually mean to have a challenge. But he did. I don't know what the hell. I'm pretty sure when you want to challenge something, you talk to everybody else first before you throw the challenge flag to see if it's worth challenging. Did somebody else not warn him that the Indianapolis Colts recovered the football? Because it was pretty obvious to the rest of us. That, to me, is does not show me that you got a coach out there who's trying to win a football game. I'm telling you, I don't know what's going on with Kyle Shanahan right now. He is not in rhythm. He is completely out of it. And I think a lot of the blame, if not all of it right now, has got to go on him. He is the leader of this team. He is the coach. He is more than capable of getting this team ready to go. And we do not look good. And coming off a bye week, sure, you can say whatever you want about the conditions, but they knew it was coming. They were talking all this smack during the week saying, oh, we've been practicing with a wet football and blah, blah, blah. We know it's going to be raining and, and whatever. And we came out, we had one amazing drive to start the game, and it was a disaster. It got so bad that even Darius Leonard was like, wow. I didn't even realize they they just stopped doing the, the whole play action and misdirection all of a sudden. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. We'll get to the Bears game in a minute. Injury report. Trey Lance limited with a knee injury. Looks like if things keep going to plan, he will be active and back on Sunday. In what capacity will he play? That will be to be determined. Trent Williams also out with an ankle injury to be determined. Hopefully he can get out tomorrow or Friday. If he does, that would be good news for him playing on Sunday. Debo Samuel was out with a calf injury. I have a feeling he'll end up playing knock on wood, but we'll see how the rest of the week goes. Dre Greenlaw and George Kittle, good news here. And Robbie Gold, I'll throw him in there too. All expected to be back week 9 against the Cardinals. That is great news. Dukowski Tart making his annual trip to the IR, which I assume he will. They have not announced that yet, but he will miss a few weeks with a knee injury. Dukowski Tart, always. Like, it's literally the inevitable that he just ends up missing games. The guy's literally made out of straw. And then D. Ford and Aziz Alshire are in concussion protocol. Not good. Like I said, Aziz has had a tremendous year. That That is not good at all. And then lastly news from today, earlier today when Kyle Shanahan spoke to the press, Javon Kinlaw could be done for the season and could possibly have season-ending knee surgery. As if things just couldn't get worse for us Niner fans. Like, this is supposed to be a breakout year for Javon Kinlaw, and honest to God, I don't think he played the Lions game. But he played in the Eagles game, and he was good. You can tell that our, de- our defense was good. We gave up 11 points. The Eagles offense couldn't get anything going. Our defense played very well. Javon Kinlaw was a big part. He's a big guy on that defensive front for us. Not having him in there is a big, big deal. And the fact that we could lose him not just for another few weeks, but for the season, it it sucks. And losing to DeForest Buckner, who we traded away for Javon Kinlaw... On Sunday and seeing him having fun and seeing him miss San Francisco too. Saying that he didn't want to be traded and he wanted to stay and he wanted to take a pay cut. 
just makes me even more pissed off because we love the Forrest Buckner in San Francisco. Us, us, our fan base, us, the faithful, we love the Forrest Buckner. He's a fan favorite. He was a captain. He's a great guy, an amazing guy, an amazing player. And to see him in, in blue and white now and then see him on Sunday beating us was like, yeah, I'm not going to lie. It was it was pretty disappointing to see that happen. And then Javon Kinlaw's not even out there. He's probably going to end up on, on, on IR next. I don't know. We can blame a lot on Kyle Shanahan. John Lynch, I, I don't know. He's not far off in the blame game right now because obviously he's getting a lot of criticism over the past week or so about drafting and how that's gone. And I honestly can't disagree. There's been a lot of misses. There's been a lot of hits. There's been a lot of misses too. And a lot of injury-prone guys that have not been able to stay healthy. And it has not benefited this team one bit. And it certainly hasn't benefited Kyle Shannon and his coaching staff. So I don't know where the problem lies exactly. But there's a lot going on here. And I don't know who's you know, who's pointing fingers or whatever, but I'm just going to leave it at this. The Niners have lost four straight. It's getting bad. It's getting ugly. Each and every week, it's just getting worse and worse every week. It cannot, I I don't want to say this and I don't want to jinx it because I would just hate myself if I jinxed it. It can't get any worse than losing to Matt Nagy and the Chicago It can't get any worse than that. If the Niners lose five straight and lose to the Bears who got absolutely annihilated by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Sunday, 38-3, to it was a shellacking, I would be more than disappointed. I'll probably show up on next week's episode and just say, like, nothing. Like, I don't even know what I would say. Justin Fields was 22 for 32, 184 yards, zero touchdowns, three interceptions. It's all there, man. Like this, our Niners defense should be able to eat this offense alive. That's if we don't get any pass interference calls and just give Chicago Bears touchdowns on a silver platter and just give them first downs after first downs on a silver platter. That's up to our secondary to to make sure that 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 doesn't happen. But other than that, I don't see why that we can't eat up on this Bears this Bears defense. Even better, Khalil Mack is not playing. He is he was ruled out, I believe, with a foot injury or a knee injury, something like that. But he's not playing. So this is huge here. The Niners win this game to get to three and four. It's still not ideal. Three and four is most certainly not where a lot of us had them. But I think winning this game and winning it handedly would at least make us Niner fans a little more at ease. Make Kyle Shanahan a little more at ease. Like this this needs to be this game. This is a like a big, 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 big game because of the circumstances that the Niners are in. Every other year, it's been excuse after excuse after excuse. Oh, this guy's injured. We don't have our quarterback. We have our third string quarterback. And, and you know, our defense is young. We're rebuilding and blah, 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 blah. And then COVID last year, we had to go to Arizona. You get the just. There is no excuses right now. Zero. Nada. Nothing. There is no excuses that you can tell me that this Niners team goes into Chicago. I don't care if Trent Williams doesn't play this game. I don't care if Javon Kinlaw and George Kittle don't play in this game. Jimmy Garoppolo is our starting quarterback that we are paying him the big bucks for to not even be our future quarterback anymore because of his fancy schmancy record 
And I know a lot of people are gonna are probably shocked right now that I'm talking this way about Jimmy G because everyone knows Jimmy G is my guy. But like, Garoppolo has got to like he has got to do something to make sure that we don't lose this game because Shanahan clearly is a little iffy. But Garoppolo, for God's sakes, this guy's got to not turn the ball over, get some consistency going on on offense. Yes, it starts with Shanahan, but then it also starts with Garoppolo because he is the quarterback. He is the guy calling the shots in the huddle. I don't know what we got to do, but if our defense can get stops, Nick Bosa harasses Justin Fields, and no pass interference calls, our defense should be able to have a good game. Our offense... We just need to get in, in in some sort of rhythm. Anything. Get Ayuk involved. Get Juszczyk involved. Get Dwelly involved. Get Sherfield involved. What about all that about Trent Sherfield had a had a big offseason. We're going to get more involved. I haven't seen Trent Sherfield at all this year. He's had like one touchdown week one against Detroit, and I haven't seen him since. We need to get more guys involved. Jawan Jennings, another great young player. I know Chevy's not here to talk about him. I know he loves Jawan Jennings. We have so many talented players that we're not even using. We have got to do that. This is a massive game, man. Niners of Bears, Sunday, 1 o'clock game, Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific. The Niners have gone to Soldier Field. Every time the Niners go to Soldier Field, it's either really good or really bad. We've had some really bad games going in Chicago where we lost to the Bears and it was that snow game and Kaepernick threw for like two yards. It was it was an absolute disaster. And then we've had amazing games where Torrey Smith and Blaine Gabbard are connecting for a game-winning touchdown in overtime or uh, we're winning on field goals in Jimmy Garoppolo's debut. With the Bears at Soldier Field, it's very hit or miss and I'm hoping this is a hit. We got to go into Chicago. We got to blow the hell out of these guys. Justin Fields is no slouch. How bad would it look after all the stuff about Shanahan and Justin Fields and the Niners if we lose to just if we lose to Justin Fields? Oh my lord. I don't even want to even think about that. I think our, our whole fan base is just going to riot like the, like we aren't already. But we'll see what happens. That's my rant for the for this week. Um, but hey, man, this is a a lot a lot to digest here. I mean, you look at the NFC. The New Orleans Saints are sitting at four and two. The Vikings are three and three. The Niners will play the Vikings later on in the year as well. So the Niners are not of it yet. There's obviously still the seven seed that's still there. But the thing is, we had the same conversation last year. The last year, the Niners were four and six. Oh, all we got to do is beat Washington and Dallas, and we're in playoff contention. And we didn't. We got to beat the teams we're supposed to beat. And Chicago is a team we are supposed to beat. So let's see what happens. This is the game we got. And, and I'm just I'm just saying, like, we play Atlanta later in the year. They're three and three right now. We need a head to head over them. Chicago's three and four. We get head ahead. We can get the head to head on them right now. Carolina is derailing right in front of our eyes. They've lost four straight as well. The Niners can can make up some ground here. And, and keep afloat and stay in playoff contention if they can just beat the Chicago Bears. And it's not even that hard of a task. It's not like it's a tall task. It's not like we're playing undefeated Arizona like we did three weeks ago. We're playing the Chicago Bears, for God's sakes. We got to come out of here with a win. So that all of our fan base can just breathe and go back to our normal lives and sleep properly. Because 
this this has been a really 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 bad start to the season to be two and four heading into week eight is really bad for a team that we were all expecting to make a deep playoff run this has been bad so I hope so I'm hoping for a win here we need this one really badly I don't know if it's gonna be a blowout I predicted the Niners to win 23-16 so we'll see what happens there Niners Bears Sunday afternoon big 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 regular season game honestly am I gonna say it am I gonna say it might be one of the biggest regular season games that Kyle Shanahan's had to coach because you don't want to go to two and five man this is his, like his job. I'm not going to say he's on the line just yet because he is Kyle Shanahan and he and he has the resume that he does and he is the play caller, although we haven't seen it in the last few weeks at all. But I'll just say the meter will rise significantly for Kyle Shanahan's firing if we don't beat the Chicago Bears. Big game for Shanahan, big game for Garoppolo. Come on, boys. As much as much as our fan base has been pissed off for the last four weeks, we are standing behind you. Let's get this dub. Let's get out of here with a win, and let's let's get our shit together. And then we got Arizona and the Rams at Levi's in the next two weeks, as if that's that's gonna be stressful and fun at the same time. But it will be a lot more fun if we can just beat the Bears. If we lose to the Bears, it's over. Season's over. Sell everybody. But we'll see what happens if it's panic mode or not next week. That'll do from this episode of the 49 Away Podcast. Be sure to give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter for more Niners news and analysis. And make sure to hit us up on Instagram and Twitter. Let us know your thoughts heading into Sunday's game against the Bears. We'd love to hear what the rest of the faithful has to say about this game coming up and the season so far. So we will see y'all next week. And hopefully we are happy campers and not having an even worse rant than we had this week. Take it easy, faithful. We will see y'all next week. That'll do it for this week's episode of the 49 Away Podcast. Keep it locked and stay tuned. We got a lot more 49ers content coming your way. And don't forget to give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter for more Niners news and analysis.